superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now, you guys ready to get started? This is the Rich Eisen Show. Let's see what's on a bench and let's watch the fans. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Ben Simmons picked up the loose ball at the other end and that's the only time he's touched it and the chorus of booze begin. The Rich Eisen Show. It's very quiet towards the end. We ain't hear no more Ben Simmons chance. Earlier on the show, former NFL team executive Joe Banner. Still to come. ESPN College Basketball analyst Joe Lunardi. Plus your phone calls and more. And now it's Rich Eisen. Our number two of the Rich Eisen show is on the air on this busy Friday. Again, it is the Friday in which we know baseball will be played this year. It is back. A five year collective bargaining agreement uh, has been hammered out. And um, Jason Stark will be joining us. Uh, a Hall of Fame writer, baseball writer, will be joining us to tell us the how it quickly came together. But once that, I just, I'm just kind of curious how it just came so together so fast. It just proves again they know what the number is. They know what the number that they're willing to do is. It just takes, you know, forever for pigheads and alpha males <laughs> to get the f out of the room and out of the way, and sanity to actually land. I'm serious, man. I've been through enough of these. It's that simple. They all know what it would take. They all know what it would take. And thankfully they did. But now, like, is there's a universal DH. Is apparently 12 teams making the playoffs, six in each league, and the top two division winners, there's three division winners, the division winners with the two best records get a bye. And then the third best division winner unfortunately has to play a first round series against what appears to be the weakest link on the wild card ladder the third best team outside of a division winner and then the two wild card teams would normally would make it would play one another i believe that's what it is i've tried to read up on this a little bit and then there's a universal dh meaning hadios you don't need to see Max Scherzer hit, which, by the way, is like watching paint dry. I've I've done that before. I've done both, and um, so that should pep things up a little bit. And then I was looking for that that whole business that the the shift is gone. 
But it's not gone. Not, well, not gone. It's not gone. Well, but not it's going to be in front of some competition committee that's being formed with players and and owner representatives. So, because the commissioner used to just be able to say, "We're doing it," and you've got a year to get used to it. And I guess now they're going to be more collaborative to get the players on board for bigger bases, and then <laughs> a pitch that. clock, and then the shift first order business. Get rid of that F and shift. <laughs> Get the F out. Get rid of it. Shift is bad. Oh my God. I don't understand the need for the larger bases. They're trying to say it's for safety, like at first base, but. I don't, dude, ask, ask a Dodger fan what happened to Max Muncy at the end of the season last year. It just happens once out of the I, whole I get year, it, but that's know? all it takes. Like, Buster Posey, right? That, then, then a rule change gets put in there. Yeah. Yeah, true. Bigger bases. What does it matter? Well, now it's not 90 feet between bases. I guess. Now it's like 89 feet. Well, well, the, the beginning of the bag is still in the same spot, so the feet wouldn't change. It would only, right? No, it wouldn't be whole, a I mean, if, the, if, if it's a larger bigger, space, yeah. if a base ends here and now it's here, then it's closer between the bases. I would think. I just, the whole it's thing is crazy. Feet. It just doesn't even make sense. I guess. It's still 90 feet. From home to first, first, yeah. But now from this, first to second, I think what we need to do. I was thinking home to first. I didn't think, yeah. I yeah, think, I think what we need to do though is we need to stop this conversation here because we're slowly inching into the territory of Shaq wondering how much it is for a tank of gas. And <laughs> no, if there's if you, only a half if you put of it 20 left, bucks you in. put twenty bucks in. You're and if you stop here. <laughs> If we're trying to met, like we're not geographic experts, we're not mathematicians. I mean, either. geometric experts. We're not geometric. We're not geographic experts either. I know where some stuff. Is. Well, you, know, you, yeah. you still I'm say East that, Coast. No, so I know you still that. say. That's like, what I'm saying. I mean, you still say like, the middle of Pennsylvania is East Coast. It is, and I say it's Eastern Time Zone. Well, that's tomatoes, tomato. So uh, Jason Stark's going to join us shortly By on, way, on that front. Real quick, about this Khalil Mack trade, uh, I've got a little bit of an issue with it. Why? Ooh. Doesn't that seem like it might be tampering or something? Because Aaron Rodgers is the owner of the Bears, and he got rid of his competition's best player and sent him to another conference. No. So why is that allowed? Why is the team owner allowed to trade a player knowing that he's got to go up against a player? I don't get it. I see you working. I see he's working. Yeah, right I see he's working. So we, do we give him a golf clap for that take? Sure, that's pretty good. Thank you, guys. Yeah, that's Thank pretty good. I'm just saying, he's, he's the Bears owner, right? Very good. <laughs> Bears stink. How about Joe, Joe Banner, former, former, former league executive, thinks that it's the right move for the Bears, that you're in, you're in a smart, that the new general manager, Ryan Poles, um, is, in, uh, is making the right maneuver right there. He also just said he doesn't perfect. This is a perfect Way to put it. Joe Banner nailing, sticking the landing on Carson Wentz. Not one, but now two teams have sent him packing when it was costly for the team to do it. They have had so much invested in him. The Eagles in draft capital go get him. And then giving him the contract when they gave it to him. Money and draft capital. And they said, we're done here. And the Colts then say, we'll give you the draft choices. A two that can turn into a one, which it did, and a three. And they, one year in with his coach that he relates to, apparently. And they say, we're done here. 
And Washington, knowing all that, says, we'll take you. That's why we're skeptical about it. That's why we're wondering if the Washington commanders are desperate. You hear the word desperate. I'm sure the Washington commanders, Rivera and everyone else there, would take offense to that, that they're not desperate. But it does smack of desperation when you take somebody, he is young and he is big and he is strong and you could see he takes a licking and keeps on ticking. He does have that. Remember that? Everyone's like, Wentz can't stay healthy and he played all 16 games in his last full year in Philadelphia before he started taking all those sacks and had to be benched. And then he was basically unusable at the end of his Philadelphia tenure. And the Colts say, we'll take him. Reich's like, I know him. Let's do it. They did it, and they had buyer's remorse at some point during the season. appears to be almost immediate based on how quickly they just got rid of him here in Washington. says, we'll take him. And then you look at the NFC right now, and the quarterbacks in there, you've got, you know, Rodgers is the clear class of it. Matt Ryan and his $48 million salary, who knows how effective he can be. The Saints are in the quarterback market. Carolina's in the quarterback market. The Bucs don't have Brady anymore. In the NFC, let's see what Justin Fields can do. Let's see what Kirk Cousins can do in his last year. And is Goff the right guy? In the NFC East, you've got Dak Prescott sitting at the top of the roost. The Giants running it back with Daniel Jones. The Eagles saying Jalen Hurts could be the guy or not. Even Joe Banner said they're going to probably do it one more year to see if he is 100% that guy. And now Carson Wentz sits there. Kyler Murray and the defending world champs in the Rams have Matthew Stafford. Who knows what the Seattle Seahawks are going to do? That's what, maybe five quarterbacks that you have faith in? And then Trey Lance is coming around the corner. That's the NFC quarterback. And then the AFC, Burrow, Mahomes, Allen, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, five. Mac Jones showing you what he did last year. What about Baker Mayfield's future? Don't know. Don't know what the Steelers are going to do. The Jets sure hope they got their guy in the draft in Zach Wilson. Two is going to get some run. Ryan Tannehill is good. Dude. Derek Carr is good. The AFC, it's just a total different lopsided balance going into the new league year. Now then, before we go into next week, this weekend you're going to start hearing some rumors in the NFL about who might go where and who might go here and there. You're already seeing it, right? With some trades that won't become official till next Wednesday when the new league year in the NFL begins and everybody's got to be cap compliant, so on and so forth. Two monster quarterback decisions were made this week and then there's Wentz too so you remember a few weeks ago right after the Super Bowl I gave you the five different categories of quarterback groupings going into the offseason on the quarterback carousel the carousel linchpin teams may be in the market surefire quarterback needy teams no way we're cool right and then sticking with the plan Let's review them now that we're going into this is the way this this is your snapshot going into the weekend before free agency. 
Starting with the carousel linchpin, as we all know, Aaron Rodgers did not pull it. He's staying put. What does that mean for Jordan Love? Well, we need to see the contract details. Maybe those come out later today and over the weekend. How many years will it keep Aaron Rodgers staying put and financially happy and then team-wise, roster-wise happy? And what does that mean for Jordan Love's future? Is it year-to-year, as Andrew Brandt says it may be? Could it be a two-year commitment, as Joe Banner proffers that it will be with other years that he could potentially fulfill because he didn't make it out this time. Like now would have been the time to go. That's the quarterback carousel linchpin. It's staying in there. So it didn't really spin crazy with Rodgers going somewhere else. Teams may be in the market. We can remove um, two of them because they're definitely in the market now and the Seahawks and the Colts. They are the ones who traded away the two quarterbacks that were traded away. We're keeping Arizona a question mark there for now. They were going in to the offseason because it was the Monday of Super Bowl week that Kyler Murray scrubbed his Instagram account. And then the day after the Super Bowls, when he actually had a statement about it, calling everything about it nonsense. And then the Texans, are they in the quarterback market? They could just stick with Davis Mills. The Falcons, could they possibly be in the market? Maybe even drafting one? The Lions, we don't know what's going on with Jared Goff. The Eagles, I think they're just going to stay put with Jalen Hurts, guys. I think you're right. But we've put them there, and then you've got the Vikings there as well. There's a maybe-ish. The surefire quarterback needy teams. We are now removing the Broncos from that list. Uh, (laughs) And we're removing the Washington Commanders from that list because... They might be on the maybe in the market lists next year, but it's Wentz now. And the surefire quarterback needy teams, we have now added the Seahawks and the Colts to it. And the Buccaneers, Saints, Panthers, and Steelers remain. What are the Panthers going to do? I don't think they're taking one with their first selection in the first round. I think they're going to go offensive line, and then they're going to figure out maybe, maybe they make a move next week that will shock us that might be a surprise to us they'll go darnold maybe for one more year or can they're they, one of those teams or, like in the watson kind of room can they can trubisky go back to his college oh, town i don't know that. college state i don't know what they're gonna do they're kind of a mystery right there no way we're good for a while you can now add the denver broncos to that list And we have Chiefs, Chargers, Bengals, Bills, Cowboys, Rams, Patriots, Ravens, Jaguars are on it. We added the Broncos, and then we put a question mark on the Vegas Raiders. What is going on with Derek Carr? Where is his contract extension? I guess you got to assume that it's going to be done in the next few days, right, with a new league year coming up. And is Josh McDaniels a Derek Carr guy? Is he not? Would the Colts go YOLO for him? Do they have the draft capital for him? What about the Carolina Panthers? And then the Raiders would then suddenly be in the quarterback needy market unless they go and get Jimmy G. Because you know McDaniels knows him very well.
and he would be just plug and play into the Josh McDaniel system. So that's no way good for a while. And now sticking with the plan. How has that changed over the last few days and weeks? <laughs> sticking with the plan. Well, the Titans sticking with their plan. They're not going away from Tannehill, although they were supposedly on the Rodgers front. The Jets are sticking with it. Clearly the Bears are. We put the commanders here. That's their new plan. It's Wentz. We're sticking to it. We don't care if you call us uh, desperate. The Niners are sticking with the plan. They still got Lance. The Browns are sticking with their Mayfield plan. The Giants are sticking with their plan. The Dolphins are sticking with their plan. And we added a new tile. It's not a team logo for those listening on radio. And we placed it underneath the San Francisco 49ers logo. Sticking with the plan, question mark, Tom Brady. Are you sticking with the plan? Are you sticking with your plan to retire? Because if he pulls the linchpin on that, mm-hmm. does he go to the Bucks? Do the 49ers say, okay, you want to, if you're talking about on Freddie Couples' podcast about sleeping in your own bed that you grew up in in your folks' house, maybe, um, maybe you're thinking about it. I don't it. know. We'll give, you enough, we'll give you enough scratch. You could buy a new bed. <laughs> <laughs> buy a whole house. Yeah. yeah. Or an addition. Another boat. Yeah. Build his bedroom on top of the so house. So, what is the plan with Tom Brady? Is he sticking with the plan to retire? Because if he doesn't, oh baby, and I think he's going to see this all play out. He's going to hang out with the fam. He's going to go see the folks again. We'll we'll see him. We'll, we'll, we'll see him. Yeah, come out the coast. Have a, you know, have a, and then if not, then we'll welcome him back to the party, pal. <laughs> that's lurking. And that's the way the quarterback carousel currently looks going into next week's and this weekend's frenzy, as we will call it on NFL Network. We'll take a break. Come back. 844-204-RICH, number to dial, phone calls on the way. The next phone call from Jason Stark, baby. Baseball. What's going on? Baseball. Baseball. Man stands alone at the plate. We're back. He'll tell us how it happened. We won't get too deep into the weeds. But then how are the changes going to hit? And then free agency. Freddie Freeman would look really good in the Bronx, New York. Stop it. He would. He would look Please, you would know that too, Christopher. <laughs> Amazing. How how would he look uh, in Fenway Park, trying to yank it um, around Pesky's pole? I think he's great right where he is. Steady, you are just such a <laughs> homebody, man. I'm just a very loyal partner. Stop it. Looks great right where he is. Want a title? Run it back. Please. Go brave. That's weak sauce. So you have multiple teams now too. Am I, am I getting this right? Uh, we'll well, take I a break. have a Jason. someone that I live with. I'm not, yeah, that's not right. He's got to go home. Yeah. <laughs> All right, come on. <laughs> that's why it's weak sauce. He's got to come on the Rich Eisen Show and give you a take. Of course you want him in Boston. I'll speak for you. Sorry, Sarah. It's all good. <laughs> Why do golfers usually play a blade putter? Is it the uh-huh. way it feels or looks? Maybe it's the pros they see on TV playing one and think, maybe I should too. Truth is, you, you sacrifice a lot of forgiveness to play a blade until, aha, the new TriHot 5K from Odyssey has come along, and it's built a blade unlike any other, engineered using multi-material construction to dramatically incre- increase forgiveness 
called MOI. At 5,000 MOI, that's where the 5K comes in in the TriHot 5K. It's the kind of forgiveness you'd expect from a mallet. Now it's delivered in a blade. TriHot 5K comes in classic blade shapes as well as more oversized models, double wide, triple wide. Each one comes with the legendary white hot insert I've been telling you about for years. Most popular insert ever is back with its original feel, sound, and performance. And with the Odyssey TriHot 5K, the days of sacrificing performance to play a blade are over. Because it's truly a blade unlike any other. See the Tri-Hot 5K lineup at odysseygolf.com. Jason Stark, when we come back, telling us what's what in baseball. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show on Peacock and Sirius XM Channel 85, our terrestrial radio audience returns in a little bit less than three minutes' time. That's when Jason Stark of the Athletic MLB Network Hall of Famer will join us on the program. So I picked Coop up yesterday from school. Okay. I'm taking him to his Little League practice. All right. He's there in his Tampa Bay Rays uniform. Oh, man. Killer. But as I understand, I, look, I understand the pecking order these days. It's tough for me as a Yankee fan to handle, but it's great. He looks great in it. And I turned to him because how many times I told you, he's like, Dad, when are we going to do our fantasy? Because, you know, we pop on and sneak into just a random fantasy league every year. And we we won it last year. And he's really good at it, my son. Like, he was like, let's pick up Robbie Ray, Dad. Boom, he's a Cy Young winner. So, at any rate, long story short, I tell him, because I've been telling him, there's, there's no draft right now. Because there's no league. And he goes, well, what is it? Like, and I, you can't look at an 11-year-old and talk about an international draft and <laughs> bonus pools and all that sort of stuff. So he gets in the car, and I told him an hour before, guess what just happened? I'm like, they came to an agreement. There will be baseball this year. I wish I had 
my camera on him. I was so pumped. He was smiling, happy. So when are we going to do it? Who could be a free agent for the Yankees? God bless him. He, I got him. I got him on the straight and narrow. Yeah. And so then we go to we go to the little league practice, and the fact that uh, he's there, and you know, left-handed hitter and the left-handed pitcher, yeah, you know, and um, and and now that he'll be able to watch baseball, so he can get an understanding now that he's getting the mechanics and the coaching to understand what he's doing, how he can, as playing first base, he's got to stretch. And then as a pitcher, he's got to stretch. It's so amazing. And I, all, and I sat there and thought to myself, as he's running out as an 11-year-old, I'm going to get emotional about this. As an 11-year-old, he's running out there in his uniform. And I thought to myself, could you imagine being a Major League Baseball player, you're a 25-year-old guy, 28-year-old guy, 30-year-old guy, even if you're lucky to play so late. You get to put on a baseball uniform and be just like this 11-year-old every day, and you're paid an insane amount of money. What is this the greatest thing it's, of all time okay. or what? And I don't want to dampen that. It's not exactly the same. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean being 25 and being in the majors is not no, like being no, 11 what, and playing Little you, League. What I'm saying is you, you get to be like a kid. Um, Out there on the field, I I still think no. You don't think so? I don't think it's the same. Sadly, it's a business at that oh, point. It's not goodness. the same. Well, anyway, I just thought, that's what I was sitting there thinking. I was getting emotional. You know, should get emotional. We we we, yeah, we yeah, make yeah, fun of the fact that managers dress like the players. If I'm a seven year old man, I get to put on a baseball uniform every single day. Damn straight, I'm gonna do that. The seventy year old is more like the eleven year old than like the twenty five. Okay. Yeah. Understood. Thanks for raining on my parade, <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, senior baseball writer at the Athletic, MLB Network's own, and as he says on his Twitter handle, which I follow at, at Jason St. Proud winner of the Spink Award in twenty nineteen, which is at the Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum for those who write about the sport, which he does expertly. Jason Stark back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How you doing, Jason? Rich, I'm great, man. How are you? I'm sure you're great. I mean, what a relief this is. I mean, the nuclear winter is over, and I I couldn't be happier for you and everyone else who writes about this sport and loves it so much. So great. Yeah, yeah. relief really describes it for me, too. I, I've seen the other side of that cliff that they almost went over. Don't like the view. Uh, it, would have, it would not have been a pretty ravine to tumble down because it's a long way back up so i'm so grateful that they figured out a way to get this done grateful that they're going to play 162 and hopeful that they mitigated at least some of the damage they were about to do to their sport so what did take us out of the abyss what happened because it didn't seem like it was getting there what happened (laughs) jason yeah it like this was a really strange week because You know, the odd thing about this, Rich, is like all the stuff that kept them apart for three months, they had pretty much worked out (laughs) coming into this week. You know, they were so close on the really important stuff, the the tax thresholds, minimum salary, this this bonus pool for young players. And then like it almost felt like Congress where you work out all the stuff you argue about and then you find something else to fight about. So they wound up at this incredible fight over the international draft. And that was mind-blowing to me because, like, look, there are abuses of the international market. There's no doubt about that. And it's been a problem 
for years. It was a problem five years ago. It was a problem 10 years ago. It was a problem 20 years ago. It was a problem 30 years ago. It, it did not become a problem this week that should have held up this labor deal. And because the relationship between the two sides has been so uncomfortable for so long, it almost did blow this up. But luckily, uh, sanity prevailed. I think that's the best way to describe it. So um, let's just try and put it, because again, I, I've spared my listenership and viewership the fight, you know? Like, let's not yeah. argue in front of the kids type thing. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, I, so I'm, I'm, uh, I, I didn't get into the minutia, but I'd like to give uh, the listenership and viewership of this show, Jason Stark, a little bit of an idea of what's just been hammered out and how it might change things. So let's just start with the plain brass tacks of if I'm a fan of, say, the uh, Florida, Mar- the Miami Marlins, I'm sorry, I'm, 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 I'm still old school, or the Pittsburgh Pirates or a team that doesn't spend and you're frustrated and, and, and will this new deal in any way, shape or form make things more uh, palatable for those fans? That will it force these owners to spend in a way in which they haven't before? Jason? Yeah, that's a really fascinating question. And I would say the answer is no. Um, you know, I, I wrote a big piece in The Athletic last night that you found it on our site today that looked at the impact of the various things they tried to do to promote more spending, to theoretically promote more competitive balance. But here's the flaw in the quote-unquote competitive balance tax, which we used to call the luxury tax. Say so the good news for the players is the thresholds went up $20 million. And so for teams at the top, that's a relief, right? They can spend that money. There's, there's virtually no incentive for the teams you mentioned, the teams at the bottom of the payroll barrel, the Marlins, the Pirates, you, you know, the, the collection, to spend. Uh, there was talk really early on of some sort of reverse luxury tax so that you would get taxed if you stayed under a certain payroll, just the way you get taxed if you go above a certain payroll. That died so fast. To me, that would have been much more effective than the other stuff they did. Uh, the, the, the one thing that directly impacts teams that lose is the draft lottery, and that was done to try to address tanking. But, like, are you aware of the NBA? <laughs> Who, who's had the, the lottery longer than the NBA? Has it stopped tanking in that sport? It hasn't. So I'm really dubious that we come out of the labor deal with anything that really fundamentally addresses what you just talked about. So what are the changes that we're going to see? Um, universal DH, right? That the pitchers hitting in the, in the yep. National League are, are finally after, you know, since the Revolutionary War, it's finally over, right? Is that what you're saying? Is that it, Jason, pretty much? Uh, well, there is a guy named Otani. I'm pretty sure they'll let him hit. <laughs> but, yes. But, right. Rich, hang on to your memories of that Bartolo Colon homer because we just won't see the likes of that again. You know, and that, so that's, like, that saddens me as somebody who loves, like, the fun and the weirdness of the sport. But I get it. Just can't hit. And so... All the strategy that people used to dream on and talk about, that's been going away anyway in the age of, of, of analytics and data and really sophisticated information. So like, it all makes sense from that level. Um, what, what's actually, I think, very impactful 
that people haven't talked about a lot is rule changes in the future. Yes. Um, you know, there's a provision in there that basically allows them, not this season, but next season, to do some really important stuff. Pitch clock. So the game has better rhythm. Don't know exactly how many seconds will be part of that pitch clock mm-hmm. yet, but that's important, don't you think? And uh-huh. some, uh, i got to be honest of, with you, Jason. The pitch clock to me... Uh, I don't, again, again, I'm 52, okay? And the pace doesn't bother me. What bothers me the most is the strike, walk, I mean, the strikeout, base on balls, home run. That's the, it just, it just makes it so damn boring. Somebody throws 99 million miles an hour that comes in in the 5th and the 6th and the 7th and the 8th and the ninth. so you don't have to have a starting pitcher. There's an opener, not a starter, and nobody gets on base because these guys are so tough to hit and everybody's positioned and bunched up exactly where you know somebody's going to hit it. And now I'm hearing people saying, well, they should just bunt their way on. And I'm not taking my 11-year-old and 13-year-old kid to Dodger Stadium to watch Max Muncy bunt his way on. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> I, But I'm also not there to see him either strike out, walk, or hit a home run. Um, that's the rule changes I want. That's what yeah, I'm that, looking for. You know? Yeah, the, the, look, I think the game needs more action. Uh, has great athletes. Let them show how athletic right. they are. And the, and the game needs better rhythm. And maybe those things can go hand in hand. Uh, the other big rule that's going to uh, be implemented in 2023 is some sort of limits on shifts. I'm sure that you'll see no more infielders in the outfield. And you'll probably see two infielders on each side of second base. And I, I think that's, that's probably not going to have as big an impact as people think, but um, it'll have some, like the average team, you know how many singles every game the average team now hits? Five! Five singles a game. It's so there's crazy. never anybody on first base. Right? So you can't have any base stealing. You, give, you, know, you have minimal base running. It, every time the ball is hit, it's an extra base hit. That's the goal now. So maybe this will create more incentive for guys to actually just hit a single. And back to the pitch clock, real quickly. There was sure. one tried out, very aggressive pitch clock, 15 seconds in what used to be the California League last year, and it didn't just produce better rhythm. There were, there was more action. Strikeouts went down, right? Walks went down. Um, there were more base runners, and more to watch. The game was more entertaining. It was fun to watch. Uh, I, it's really encouraging whether we can get to that in the big leagues. I'll believe it when I see it. But I do think this is the beginning of a process that hopefully will make the game more entertaining in its current version. Well, in terms of the shift, Jason, I've been tilting at that windmill from this table and this desk, this microphone for quite some time. I I, I want to make sure that, let's just say, um, when uh, I, I'm watching uh, the Yanks and – from last year, Rizzo lace one into right field, and I'm a 52 year old man. And for the first 50 years of my life, I knew that was a base hit that was going to find space in in right field. And instead, the opposing team's third baseman is positioned out there in short right field, and he just grabs it easily on the line and trots into the dugout to end the rally. And I want to make sure that's over. So when you say nobody in the outfield, are you going to see like another line? 
in the outfield, but after uh, uh, you know, beyond which somebody who is booked in the lineup as an infielder is not allowed to tread into that space prior to a pitch. Is that what you're saying? Well, yes, they have this great invention called infield dirt. <laughs> well, uh, so, no, so that, that's 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 that will be the point of demarcation. That's where yes. it will be. No, no infielder can set up before the pitch in the outfield. And this was this is a rule that was tried in Double A leagues last year, and the results were really interesting. Um, you know, just having two infielders on each side of second base did not turn that bullet up the middle into a, into a hit because there's still somebody standing right behind second base. Right. But keeping infielders out of the outfield, that worked. The average on line drives that cleared the infield went up by 50%. There were 50% more hits on balls like that. And so to me, that's a step in the right direction. And just in the big picture, um, baseball negotiated the right to do what the other sports do. If you think the rules aren't working, the sport has the right to change them without negotiating for years and years and years and years with players who are always going to be split, pitchers versus hitters, on everything you propose. And so like just like the NFL looks at the product and says, we want more passing, we want more points, we want to protect quarterbacks. Right. Um, Baseball will be able to do that in the future, starting next year. I think that's really important. So when you say starting next year, it's this new competition committee that gets together. So they're going to have to talk about it and then and then have a vote on it. So 2024 is when we might see this sort of change, is what you're well, saying? The three things that will happen in 2023 that we know are shift, pitch clock, larger bases, which are both a safety thing and actually do promote base dealing. Then any rule change beyond that, um, it can come out of this competition committee, but the committee is made, well, while it, in, it will include active players and an active umpire, uh, the majority of the members of the committee represent Major League Baseball. And so basically, the sport will finally have the authority to do what it thinks needs to be done. So all this stuff that Theo Epstein's been working on behind the scenes, like he can actually make some of that come to life if they think it's got a chance to work. It's Please tell me the fine print says any active umpire, not Angel Hernandez, though. Please tell me that. <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't seen that. Fine okay, print, just, I'm going to make sure. All right. Um, so real quick hitters uh, with you, Jason Stark, before I send you on into uh, this good Friday here. Um, the new playoffs. What does that look like? What is that? Uh, one extra wild card team in each league, and instead of a one game, it becomes a best of three. So here's the way it works. It's very NFL-like. Uh, top two records in each league get a bye. Yep. Then that first round is division winner, the third the division winner with the third best record and a wild card with the best record among the wild card teams host all three games versus the, the two remaining wild cards. And that, so that the idea is that'll go quick. And those are three and game those are three game three sets. games, best of three game series. And again no it's the two best day, it's no world games. Okay, so it's two best it's two best division winners, right? Because 
it, it, not not best records because that would mean the Dodgers and Giants yeah, this right. past year, right? Would have gotten. You're, you're, you're correct. Okay, two division winners with the two best records. Okay, but unlike last year, the Dodgers would host all three games of that wild card round because they have the best record of all the wild card teams. Okay, so there's no road. Everybody's just staying there. It's like a three game set. Yep. Right. Like it's three games in three days in a row. No, don't no off days. Right. That's exactly right. Okay. Yep. That's the first round. And then the the, the better seed uh, of either one of those faces the, the same seeds 1-2, right, in the they, next round? Well, no. You know, this is interesting. They're not going to reseed. So um, the number one seed plays the winner of the three versus six series. Okay. Rather the, yeah, the three versus no, Well, I guess if the six comes out. The four it, it, versus five series. Right. Okay. That's interesting because if it was the NFL, whoever the lowest seed is coming out would go to the one, and then right. the the next one would go to the two. So yes. All right. Um, okay. And then so on and so forth till we have a, a World Series champion. Um, what about umpiring and 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 um, getting them to be robots? Is there any conversation <laughs> about that? Uh, there was a lot of conversation about uh, electronic ball strike. And I, look, we're going to have that at some point. Um, this is one of those rule changes that you might look for in 2024. Um, baseball is experimenting with this now at the highest levels of the minor leagues this year. And what does that tell you? It tells you this is going to happen in the big leagues once they get the technology to where it needs to be. And then the other thing is, you need to readjust the definition of the strike zone because I've seen this thing in action, and the robot thinks balls are strikes that literally no one else in the entire stadium oh thinks is a strike. Oh, boy. So you got to fix that part. Oh, boy. Before I let you go, then, free agency. Freddie Freeman's uh, on the move. What do you think? That's the biggest name that's out there that, still? That I mean, people talk about Carlos Correa. I am obsessed with the Freddie Freeman watch. Me too. Um, you know, everybody has thought for how long that it is a foregone conclusion that he was going back to Atlanta. Maybe I missed something. If it was a foregone conclusion, wouldn't he be heading for Braves camp right now? They should have signed him last spring. Did they do that? No. Should, could have signed him during the summer? Didn't do that. Could have signed him when they had an exclusive, exclusive negotiating window after the World Series. Didn't do that. Could have signed them right before the lockout, like a billion other free agents. Didn't do that. And it's just hard not to believe that every day that went by when this didn't happen didn't make it more of a possibility that he goes to the Dodgers or somewhere else. I'll still kind of believe it when I see it, but this is far from impossible. Okay. So, um, and where, what is the Correa conversation i already saw stroman tweeted him go to Fe- uh, let's go to wrigley you know so i already <laughs> saw that i checked yeah, that I'd one watch, out yesterday i'd watch for that um but he you know he changed agents in the middle of the lockout and he's now a scott boris guy for 340 million dollars um i don't see the 340 million dollar match for him but the cubs are a perfect fit i don't see him going back to houston i don't see him doing a short deal um, the Cubs have signaled they're not in this to do a long rebuild. So just, I, I would keep your eye on them, even though like that's not likely to happen. 
But again, far from impossible to happen. Jason Stark, thank you for the time. I know you're a busy man. Lots, lots of news popping. Um, let's play ball. So excited. We'll do this again. Just love to talk to you. Thanks, man. Awesome. Thanks again. That's Jason Stark, MLB Network reporter, the athletic senior baseball writer. Sorry, bro. I know what Freddie Freeman means to your household, but he's not wrong. If it was a foregone conclusion, wouldn't it have been the first thing yeah. up? Everybody signing before the lockout, he didn't. Wouldn't he be the first thing out yep. now that you can? Like waiting outside his house. <laughs> if he winds up with the Dodgers, I will be very disappointed. Although happy for my kids that they would be able to see him play as much no, as they do. No, don't be happy for your kids. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, exactly. He plays for the Dodgers. F them. Come on. No. They're the new evil empire. Yeah. You guys don't matter anymore. You're irrelevant. Star, no, we star. Sort of. He has no retort because he knows it's true. No, so he's actually true. TJ, I'm turning to you. <laughs> I'm still going to fight. Being right is the best. In terms of fighting words to me, mm-hmm. where would the sentence in which somebody tells them my favorite professional sports team is irrelevant prefaced by f your kids that's not what i said yes that's not what i said i heard both of those no, I said sentences f the dodgers no yes i did i'm not going to tell you to f your kids i mean forget you your kids that. did you say yeah, that? i think he, he said, said forget, forget your kids forget kids. your kids well, that is an f word yes. so that, that's yeah that's still f your kids you did say forget your kids i'm glad it's followed by the or get yeah right yeah so I mean that is an F word. Yes, not the no, F forget your kids. Your, no, you forget said, your kids. Your team's irrelevant. Yeah. You said no. your kids. You feel happy for your kids. They get to watch them on the Dodgers. Yeah, and said, I said, who cares? Don't be happy for your kids, kids for that. The Dodgers stink. Let's do this. They're the evil empire. Oh. Let's do this. How's Let's some, do this. Let's do this right uh-huh. now. Let's do this right now. I don't even know <laughs> what my team's going to look like, and you kind of don't either, right? You got an idea. Uh, an idea. I got an yeah, idea. We'll idea. be good for the first couple months. And Season we'll series. What do you want to put on it? Ooh. Oh, it's going to make you nervous. Oh, oh, we're not talking. We, we, we're not talking dollars and cents no. here. I'm still a National Football League employee. Oh, it's yeah, going to make on, you Chris. nervous in terms of being embarrassed. Embarrassed? What? Are we, very, I mean, Chris, very little embarrasses me. Right. Chris, you can't you can't play big bank, take a little bank with the guy whose name's on the cup. So. Oh, I'm just talking about you know what do you want to do. Well, then Ooh, you said, tell me. What then you, you tell do. me. The name is on said, the cup. You tell me. <laughs> he said, what you want to do? Brian, you got to buy an entire set yeah. of Tupperware for your family. No. no I'm no, kidding. No, no, but now he's thinking about it, bro. He's yeah, like, do I want it. that smoke? Thank you. We got, you got a whole month. Oh, and Chris says, bring okay. it. I'm feeling it. Oh, Rich is like, it's on now. It's on now. Baseball's back. Baseball's back. Going to play every game 11 to 9. Phone calls when we come back. By the way... By the way, uh, Indiana just beat Illinois. Wait, really? Oh, yeah. Wait, really? Indiana just sent Illinois home from the Big Ten tournament. Joe Lenardi coming up in hour number three. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, Jason in Phoenix, Arizona. Is that what Jason Stark called in? This is a different Jason. I think there's no Y in this name. What's up, Jason? Hey, hey, Rich. Uh, you're my guy, man. Michigan, I love you so much, man. You, I'm not, I don't want you to sell yourself short because... I genuinely feel that it was because of the attention that you put on Jackie Robinson Day yesterday, oh, yes, which was what made the and, and if you pay attention to the votes, nothing changed besides the uh, the player reps votes. The executive committee voted zero to eight against right. the deal. It was the player reps that you that you that you reached. I mean, it was uh, it was amazing. So thank you. I live in Scottsdale, so. We, I work at a restaurant. We have spring training starting Huge. Up. That's got to be huge for you. That's got to be huge. Huge for us. I bet. So you're the man, bro. You Don't sell yourself short. You did it. You did it. I'm a tremendous slouch. I agree. Thank you very much. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you, Jason. I did it. He's not wrong. Although, is he gone? Yeah. They were probably voting while I was giving my screed on the air. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, Take credit. details were hammered out. They were hammered out. Yeah. But... I'm a factor. I'm going to believe it. Yeah, good. And Jason in Phoenix, Arizona, in Scottsdale. That's the oh. thing, too, about this lockout, right. man. The number of people who depend on spring training yeah. and minor leagues and all that other stuff. You know, uh, the one thing I forgot to ask Jason is, did they take care of the minor leaguers or what? Call them back. We're good at that. Get them back on the phone. <laughs> I heard. You know what? I heard a story. I know Sarah was very um, about vocal about, about that. Yeah. I heard a story that, you know, a minor leaguer went locally here to get like his shoulder looked at or something. And the physician who was looking at him, looking at his uh, record and looking at his, you know, blood work and whatever, asked him what his diet was. Like what his diet, and, and he, bas- he basically said his diet is like fast food. They don't, there's no buffets, there's no nothing. These guys get paid very little, and they eat like crap, and they're trying to make baseball teams. And it is, I, I would love for these minor leaguers to get taken care of. The minor league teams, the minor league system, this is who you're, you're, you're depending on. To, and I know they're focusing on international draft and kids that can basically hit their way off of San Pedro de Macaris, you know, but there's a lot of minor league players. You need to protect these guys and nurture them and make sure that they're in positions to carry the yeah, game on, man. That's the one thing I forgot to ask that of Jason Stark. You know, turn the machines back on. Can you get them back? Just yeah. kidding. Don't. That's do our it. new thing, Rich. We get them back. That'll be the next time we talk about it. Eight four four two zero four. Rich is the number to dial. Joe Joe Lenardi with his bracketology. Indiana was down thirteen at the half to my alma mater yesterday, and came back and beat Michigan and beat the doors off him in the second half. And the ninth seed at Indiana Hoosiers just knocked off the top seed in the Big Ten tournament. Illinois bounced 
Indiana. Mike Woodson going on a run here. How about that? So that's a pretty huge one. Hold on, let me look at their uh And we're just taking a look at all these other scores really right now. Games this year. Who? Indiana. I, I, I'm I, unfamiliar I, I with their a work. Of them and they were really they were good. Okay. I mean, I'm just, I, I kind of paid attention. Oh, they're in, 19 and 12. Who, Indiana? Yeah. yeah I, they think they, I think they're in now. I, think I mean, they just now. bounced Illinois. They just sit, They just clinched it. I'll be honest, that was my plan for Michigan. Beat Indiana, go beat Illinois, and just wrap it up. So if that was the case for Michigan, it should be the case for Indiana. That's a fourth quad one win for Indiana. Ooh, it's a quad one quad win. One. That'd be a quad oh, one. those are the best oh, wins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alan Dallas, what's up, Albert? Yeah, I was laughing right when you said yeah. yeah. Uh, I was a little disappointed, uh, Rich. You didn't do your best, Brockmire, with the San Pedro de Macaris. San Pedro de Macaris, yeah, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, hitting their way off the island of San Pedro de Macaris. There you go. There you go. <laughs> hey, uh, Brockman. Hey, what do you think's a little bit more insulted right now, Rich? By you, you know. Yeah. Forget your kids. A little bit. Yep. Uh, now, now. Yep, you did. You told me to go get my shine box. You said baseball's back. I'm getting back in the hate Yankees mode. What's up, Al? Hey, I mean, you insulted him a little bit. He kind of took it a little. <laughs> or is it Rich or is it me? Uh-oh. Because with all due respect to my man now, this is no shot at my man. My <laughs> man Jeff from Detroit's got some sick banner going. I'm watching on the TV. and yeah, Oh, now Al was first and he's not wrong. Like, he's the Al needs a graphic. Al needs a graphic. Al needs a graphic. Al's the original. Al's an original. Al's an OG of this program. I'm an OG. Let's get them all. Let's hit them all now while we got the muscle. We, we, Al. I got you. Al, Al, you were, you were, you were Al in Houston. Al in Houston. And now you're Al in Dallas, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, again, this is no shot at my man, Jeff. Jeff's. uh, No, 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 no. Terzo, Terzo's new. Terzo's new. is like nouveau riche to this program. He's got his own. (laughs) Al, you're on the pay no mind list. Let's get him. A little bit. A little, a little bit, bit little you know, bit. It's tax, it's tax season. Doing what I got to do, doing my thing, and next thing you know, uh, treat it like you know. No, no, I noted, noted, Al. Okay, so um, Brockman, I'm gonna put that on your plate. Okay, got it. that's a problem for you, right. Al. Let's get Al. Right. Okay, Al <laughs> thanks for the call, Al. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Bye, Al wants his own. Al's an original. He's like an original. Pete in Delaware, may he rest in peace. He was one of our yeah. first. Right there's a Mike in Jacksonville who occasionally pops his head up every Kathy now and then because he's he's a, he's a Steeler fan who does not like Chris Brockman at all. Uh, <laughs> big nasty Nathan, guy. yeah, there's yeah, some other. Okay, <laughs> we're missing. We hear you, Al. On our apologies. Yeah, I mean that's. In the meantime, though, we got to focus on Joe Lenardi. <laughs> Is my team in or out? What do you think? I think my team's out. I think you're in. You think we're in? Yeah. They like Michigan. They like you, you guys you were, in. You were second to last four in. I don't know. And I don't know if that changed out. yesterday. They like having you. You guys are I just fun. saw on CBS that Jerry Palm says we're out. And by the way, oh. that sounds like a name that was made up in summer camp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got caught. What bunk are you in? I'm in bunk with Jerry Palm. <laughs> no offense, Jerry. <laughs> it's just what it sounds like. Is he related to Ken Palm? Like, those guys are the same, right? The rankings and all that? No, I think uh, his sister is Rosie. (laughs) (laughs) See, I thought about saying it, and I was like, there's no way I'm going to say this. I I was a... Thank you, Rich. (laughs) Tell Tufo's gone. 
Mike's gone. <laughs> Mike back. has left us the chair. audio. Oh, <laughs> was one of my brother Frank's going to bring up. Was going to bring up. No. Had to leave. Her brother I'm Harry. Too hard. Hey. hey. Oh. Harold. Too funny. I might have broke my headset. Jeez. Come on. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm back. Okay. All right, we got to take this call because the guy's calling in from Taiwan. What's up, Danny? You there, Danny? Daniel in Taiwan. What's up? Hi, Mike. Hi, Chris. Hi, TJ. Hey, Daniel. What's up, bro? What's going on? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, go, please. Oh, um, yeah. So everybody's happy about um, MLB and signing a deal with the union, and we're going to have real baseball back. But um, you know, Bryce Harper posted about playing in Asia last week (laughs) and the past weekend. I, you know, as a fan of Asian baseball, I just can't help but feel a little bit sad that we won't see Bryce Harper in Asia anymore. I know, man. Look, I'd just like to see him here in America. How does that sound? And <laughs> and, and and thanks for the call, Daniel. I appreciate it. Thanks for being a fan of our show from all the way over in Taiwan. That's it, according to TJ. Is that a West Coast town? Taiwan? Ta- well, I mean... According it to, depends on which way you're looking at the map. It's West Coast. If, uh, honestly, yeah. it's a West Coast yeah. spot if, if yeah, Altoona's okay. East Coast. <laughs> it, it, it stands to reason, yeah. You know where Bryce Harper? You know where Bryce Harper should be today. Bryce Harper should be out and front and saying baseball is back, and not just like on a video, like going to peer places, man. Sell the sport. But he's on his way to Florida, probably right for spring training. Then show up in like some diner or whatever, and shake hands with people, saying thanks for sticking with us. Let's get some. Juice going. Yeah, there you go. Bryce Harper arrived at spring training eight minutes ago. Great. Ah, he's here. Where's where's the where's the Phillies spring training? Be. Sarasota or something? Probably Port St. Lucie. Where no, is where's the walk-in video? The Mets were there. I don't know, man. I just the, the baseballs get your stars out, man. It's the, it's a sport that has the stars out the least. All right. Joe Lenardi when we come back.